episode 999, lesson 2 for Cosigns, The Enlightened Life. Give ear, fair daughter, born of love and with wisdom, and your bosom to intensity of emanting from your heart that you may be able to lead weak men to the foundation of life. And so shall the charms of your mind and the nobility of your heart add luster to England of your form and your beauty like the rose and it symbolizes it shall retain its sweetness long after it bloom has faded. In the spring of your youth, in the morning of your days, when the eyes of men gaze upon you with delight in nature whispers into your ears, the meaning of their looks, beware, be aware, Listen with cautious to their seducing words of protecting promises and choose wisely. Guard well your heart and listen not to soft persecutions, lest evil befall your soul. Remember well you are created as man's sustaining companion and insensitive to noble activity and not as the slave of his passions. The destiny of your being is not merely to gratify his loose desire, but to encourage and assist him in the toils of life and efforts for your benefits. Soothe him with your tenderness and the strength of your affection. Be wise and choice in your responses. Recompense his care with soft endearments. Who is she that winneth the heart of man, yet is free from gross evil? that seduces him to love and reign in his heart that he may find no place for evil therein. Oh, yonder, she walking maiden sweetness with innocence in her mind and modesty of her cheeks. Her hand, her hand seeks a noble work to perform her flute. The light's not in gathering about. She is clothed in neatness that enhances her modesty. She is endued with temperance, humility, and meekness are like the long tresses of her head as a crown of glory. On her tongue dwells music, the sweetness of honey dwells on her lips. It's all in her words, and her answers are mildness and truth. Submission and obedience are the penalties imposed upon her by the divine Fiat that peace and happiness may be her reward. Before her eyes walk, prudence and virtue attends her right hand. Her eyes display softness and love, but in her innocence, discretion with a sceptre sit on her brow. The tongue of the Lucianus and dumb in her presence. The awe of her virtue keeps him silent when scandal bursts in the shame of her neighbors. is tossed from tongue to tongue. If charity and good nature open no other mouth, the finger of silence tests on her lips. Master and serve the next, we're going to do justice. The peace of mankind 
as a whole depends upon the dis- spending of justice to all men, the poorest as well as the greatest. A single injustice may bring about immediacy among nations. Happiness or condiment results from the uninterfered with enjoyment of honesty earned possessions. The unfair demand upon those honest of heart and intent because part of their possessions are given to those who refuse to labor and receive the labor's wage may destroy an entire society and will do so if too long continued. Keep the desires of your heart well within the bounds of moderation. See to it that the feeling of justice leads to the proper desires. Cast not in envious eye upon the possessions of your neighbors. Let whatever in it is his possession be sacred from your touch. Let it be like hell fire unto your soul. Let not temptation, however, alluring mislead you or any prov- provocation excite you to lift your, up your hand to the hazard of another's life. For as you do unto him, so will the Lord do unto you. There is no escape for disobedience to the divine law. Do not defame the character of another. Do not bear false witness against anyone, for on the morrow of a greater accusation may be made against you. Think not seek to corrupt your friends or induce them to defraud or forsake others. Not even in thought attempts to induce his wife or daughters to dishonor. They... They are God's children, and you are entirely accountable to him. He will deal in justice with you, for your God is also their God. Remember this, in all dealings with men, be impartial, but just in all your activities, do unto them as you would they should deal with you. This is the ancient law ever in operation. No man has ever lived with the capability to avoid the reaction of the law. Be ever faithful to all that is entrusted to you, and seek not to deceive the man who relies on your honesty. Be assured that it is less evil in the sight of God or under the law to steal than to deceive or betray. Do not oppress those with few possessions, and do not seek to profit unjustly when dealing with those who labor. When you sell for gain, listen to the promptings of your conscience and be satisfied with moderation. Do not take advantage of the ignorance of those who deal with you, for this is unjust conversation and and in heart constitutes death. Be prompt in payment of your debts, for he who grants you credit trusts you and relies upon your honor to fulfill your promise, to withhold from him his due is both bemeaning and unjust, and betrays the Most High's faith in you. Finally, as a son of man, you are destined, if faithful to design divine law, to become a chosen one, a son of God. Examine your heart, search deeply within yourself, so that your consciousness may be free. Call memory to your aid, and if in all your associations with men you find you have this Grace, perhaps, unconsciously take sorrow and shame upon your soul and make an effort to speed reparation to the utmost of your ability. And thus free yourself that sorrow may not come upon you when 
you will be most free to enjoy life, that the end of your days may be peace and content. Basically, like everything you do got a, a continual clock, you feel me? You can't be thinking you heartless and not, you feel me, getting shit really put on your pedestal at the end of the day, at the end of the transition. You just never destroyed on the transition. Happy and conscious free is the man who feels charity toward others and has sown the seed of benefit. The reward is always a sense of contentment and freedom from the depths of his heart. There flow rivers of goodness with streams overflowing to the benefit of mankind. Such compassion for humanity will open to him the spiritual realm, such as only those of like nature to him, self shall know. These are the select or chosen. These are the select or chosen few, the immortalized ones, such as he constitute a brotherhood, which assists the deserving, unable to help themselves. He furthermore, and in like spirit, rejoices in furthering the welfare and prosperity of all just men. He does not find fault with his neighbor, not even his enemy. He does not listen to those who are envious and malevolent-minded. Neither will he repeat words of slander which can often ruin the innocent. He is quick to forgive the injuries of men upon his feelings so that his heart may be free. He does not hate even his enemies, knowing that hate creates a poison destructive to his own body and mind, and above all, dooms his soul unto damnation. He seeks justice for loss, but without malice. He forgets the evil done unto him because of the kindness dwelling in his heart and soul, the grief and Anxieties of men and the sufferings of women and children excite his compassion. He endeavors to alleviate the weight of misfortune of the worthy, while peace and well-being is in turn the reward for his labor. fulfills the promise to him who labors and complains not. He endeavors without interfering with the free will of others to calm the fury, to heal the wounds of the quarrels of anger men, angry men who for the moment have lost their sense of fairness and patience. He prevents the mischiefs of strife and animosity. If this can be done in fairness to all concerned, he is ever ready to promote peace and good will in the neighborhood in which he lives, that the peace of his family also be preserved. He
He gives of his time and energy without a thought of gain. Charity resides in his best disgrace, his action from the heart. He remembers the whispers of the winds. Blessed is he that brings peace among men. To such as he, the spiritual gates open without effort. On his part, blessed it is to give far more than to receive. Thus is the law, and not and no man can gainly gain see it, for it is God's promise to men. The sincere of hearts undeveloped by shams. As the branches of a tree return their sap to the root from where it was drawn, as a river pours its streams into the sea which supplied the spring, so the heart of a grateful man delights in acknowledge and unable to retain return a benefit received. Know that gratitude is born of honor, resist resistant, resident in the soul. The ungrateful are short, if not entirely brief. The ungrateful are short, if not entirely brief of spiritual qualities. The grateful man acknowledges his obligation for the acceptance of a benefit implies and in indebtedness with acrosity. Benefits implies an indebtedness with acrosity and cheerfulness. He looks upon his benefactors with love and deep esteem. It, it, if it is not in his power to return a favor received or granted, but remembers it in his breast with kindness and a desire to compensate, he forgets it not all the days of his life enough. These be many. The, hand of the generous man he who does not generous thing does generous things because his heart dictates it and not to be known to men it is like the rain from heaven which drips down upon the fruits of the earth the herbage and the flowers the heart of the ungrateful is like a desert of sand which swallows with greediness the showers that fall and produces nothing in exchange. Do not envy your benefactor, but thank the Most High he possesses to give. Do not strive to conceal the benefit he has bestowed upon you to, for to ob oblige is better than to be obligated because the act of generosity commands it, admire, admire, admire it, Admirers, while the humility of gratitude touches the heart and ennobles the soul and is amiable, amiable in the sight of both God and man, but beware and accept no favor from the hands of the proud of, of those in power or from the selfish and advocates. The vanity of the proud shall expose you to your shame. The greediness of the or of those seeking power will never be satisfied, however great gain.
relationship between men, whether great or small. In relationship between men, whether great or small, the law is exchange. If compensation is not possible because of lack of possessions, then for the time being, gratitude must take its place until such a time as re repayment is possible under the law which governs all. Things there which govern all things. There is no such possibility in receiving and retaining something for nothing. I, the law, will repay, says the Lord. To give or conquer is under the law and investment. The law respect specifically states, breed cast upon the waters will return in many days, and if unselfishly done, will repay many fold. To receive without exchange is an obligation on indebtedness and must be repaid in due time under the nature of conditions. This is constantly necessary, and if made with honest intent exact, no penalty other than the obligations to repay as quickly as possible. The truly honest man will not accept subsides in any form or for any purpose. To do so, it is to place himself in bondage, to enslave himself in exchange. The just man with honesty in his heart and the need will pledge some, something of greater value for the temporary loan and thus assures its payment. This is the proper concept of just and equitable dealing between honest men, those seeking spiritual attainment will not under any circumstances the, the otherwise to the discreet the credit to the discredit of their souls. Religion may not be spirituality. beforehand before you even receive or see it you can be grateful and then also it's more about not just doing something because you think you're going to get something like you can't have hidden agendas like at all with this world with these hidden forces because it's real things being calculated, like I say, and you wonder why you retract every six, seven months and shit like that. <coughs> it's because these laws are into place that y'all ain't really understanding and breaking down. You know, nine, 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 time is divine.